The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans. And we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's the coach Al Gross with Derek Kennard. Welcome to our show. We are back on Monday nights here at... From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross. How you doing out there in California, big fella? I'm doing well, and thank you, and Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year to all the listeners out there, and to you too, DK. Well, I appreciate it, Coach. Well, you know, we had an exciting weekend this past weekend with a, a ton of hot topics. Um, let's let's go right into some of our scores, with um, starting out with the New England Patriots. New England Patriots beat the Buffalo Bills 14-3. No, it's 34-3. I'm sorry. But you know what happens is everybody is really, really rooting for um, my man to Brady to get the v, uh, MVP award for for the NFL. That are you are you really buying or, or drinking any of that Kool-Aid or you think Michael Vick? is my man. Well, I like what Michael Vick's done this year. And uh, we had a, 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 a shout-out over the news media from President Obama, you know, just praising Michael Vick on what he's done uh, to resurrect his career. And I like that part of it. But, you know, I have to look at the consistency of Tom Brady, 13-2 uh, and two record. Uh, you know, he set a record for the most completions. He broke... He broke my boy Bernie Kosar's record for the most <laughs> completions without an interception. And how can you argue with that when you look at the talent around him? Uh, they got rid of uh, Randy Moss. They don't have the signature names that they used to have on defense, and they still continue to win football games. Uh, do you believe that uh, to get to the inner, uh, the AFC Championship game is going through New England? Do you do you believe that? I don't believe that they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think that Baltimore, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, and uh, the Jets all have the type of team that gives the New England Patriots trouble. So for them to win two games and get into the Super Bowl, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid as you said. I'm not a Patriot fan anyway. Shape so, or form, huh? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that they're going to fall short. And I'm looking for, I hate to admit it, but I'm looking for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mike Tomlin to get that team to the 
Super Bowl. I'm sticking with my picks, New England. I mean, New Orleans and the Steelers. Okay, okay. Well, uh, st- uh, statistically speaking, do you have anything to back that up with the New England Patriots? Um, I mean, the New England Patriots, offensively, they they put up the numbers, but uh, uh, championships are, are, are won by the defense. Yeah, and I think they're playing with smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors with that defense? <laughs> smoke uh, and mirrors. <laughs> well, we got some Patriot callers in there that feel like I'm wrong. Call, give us a call. Okay, okay. Well, let's keep it moving and grooving and oh, so soothing with the New York Jets faced off with the Chicago Bears and lost to the uh, to the Bears. 38 to 34, but boy, it was a shootout, and I did not expect a shootout out of these two ball clubs, especially the anemic, the anemic Chicago Bears. I mean, um, these guys, um, he just really put the numbers up this game, uh, with, uh, with that quarterback, man. I, you know, when they, when they brought him in from the Denver Broncos, uh, you know, the, the offensive line wasn't brought blocking for the man. He was out there struggling to, 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 uh, to his receivers. And, um, you know, the receivers, I didn't, I, they weren't even household names yet. Now, geez, they, they're just trying to break game records now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have to give uh, Lovey Smith a lot of credit for going after Mike March to get that offense uh back in line and get Jay Cutler. He seems to have a good relationship with Mike March, and they have done it with a balanced, pretty balanced offense of uh, Mike, uh, uh, Mr. Forte and not coming out of the backfield. They still incorporate him in the offense, so i got to give uh, them a lot of credit. I do think that they're a pretender uh, because of the way that they got beat at home by the New England Patriots. They got a big game against Green Bay uh, going into the playoffs. If Green Bay will beat uh, Chicago, then they're uh, in the playoffs. They control their own fate. And we're going to see uh, it will be a big boy game next Sunday in the cold. Yes, but you know what? Uh, I'm starting to drink a little bit of the Chicago Bears uh, Kool-Aid because of that defense and that Hester. Man, they just keep challenging that young man with with kicking him that ball on, on kickoff on pump returns, and they challenge him by kicking it right to him. And he, boy, <laughs> well, I don't know what you've been told, but that man is cold. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, if I am a head coach, it's like Barry Bonds coming to the to the plate with runners in scoring position. I'm going to have to walk him, and I'm not kicking the ball to him, uh, especially on punts because he's shown over and over again that he's been in sixth year in the league, fifth or sixth year in the league, and he already has records for touchdowns on kick returns. What else do you need to? What else do you need uh, to? Uh, I'm not going to kick to him. I wouldn't kick Right, right. Well, you know what happens is this: the, they're, they're starting to have a balanced attack here in Chicago with uh, with that Forte running the ball, and, and then you, you have Cutler throwing the ball, and, and then you have that Knox kid. Uh, he's starting yeah, to, he's, Knox, he's man, he's starting to come around really nice. So, you know, this is what's really making me take a hard look at uh, Chicago because that offense uh, used to be anemic, and now they are really starting to perform, and and uh, that defense is still, they, you know, they they just really just not, uh, they, they call snot knockers. <laughs> They're knocking the snot out of folks, man, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm digging that, man. Well, it'll be good to see uh, 
if they can win uh, and beat Green Bay, uh, they'll sure. put them in position to have the home field. They'll get the bye in the first round, and uh, you know we'll see what happens. Uh, but I don't, I don't think they can. Still, don't think that they can beat the New Orleans Saints if they have to play them. But we'll see. That's why we have the games uh, still coming up with Week 17 and the playoffs. Yeah, that's why the game is played. Well, we have a caller here. Uh, Kevin from Baton Rouge would like to call. Uh, he's calling in. Uh, Kevin, are you there? Yes, I'm coming in. How y'all doing tonight? Oh, man, I know you're drinking a whole lot of that Nolan Saints Kool-Aid. What's going on with you, big fella? Oh, let me just eat the big bowl of hot uh, chicken and sausage gumbo, getting ready to watch the game, man. Oh, well, man. you sure know how to hurt a brother's feeling, <laughs> boy. Oh, man. Oh, that's for the gumbo. Yes, indeed. Kevin, you know if I was anywhere in the vicinity by you, uh-oh, we got, we got, a, we got a technical difficulty there. Hey. Hey, Kevin, if I was anywhere in the vicinity, I would probably hit you in the head for that bowl of gumbo, man. Oh, okay, don't, yeah. don't, don't call the, don't call the law on me for assault. <laughs> Assault, <laughs> assault a man for his gumbo. <laughs> no, man, it's all good, man. There's plenty of that down in the bayou, big fella. Hey, man, hey, uh, tell me about the Chicago Bears, man. You think they will make a good matchup in the in the in the playoffs with uh, with the Nolan Saints? Uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, they they uh, they run the ball pretty decently. They have a you know pretty stout defense and. Um, I'm not sure about their secondary. I yeah. think their secondary may have some issues, and that'll play in the Saints' favor. Right. And then the Saints will be, you know, their um, their deficit is kind of stopping the run a little bit. Sure. You know, and Chicago can you know run the ball a little. It just it'll, it'll be a give and take game, depending on where it's played too. You know, um, the Saints are a dome team, and you know Chicago's a you know they're outdoor team. So it just um, depends on where the game is played. That'll be a big difference. And plus the turnover, you know, turnover battle. Right. That's usually right. the big key. I hear you. I hear you, man. So uh, what do you think about the game tonight with the Saints and the Falcons? Well, you know, we we usually touched on that towards the end of the show, but you called in so early because you, I know you're trying to get to the game and watch the ball game. But That's you know, right. hey, listen, um, um, this is going to be an exciting game, and you know, I'm my alliances uh, lies with the Nolan Saints, and uh, uh, but the Atlanta Falcons, boy, they're a hot, hot, hot. Hotlander team, boy. I tell yeah, you, we got we gonna really have to n- not make any mistakes, no turnovers, and our defense is gonna have to shut them down. Yeah, they got to shut, shut down Michael Turner because he's been um, he's been running pretty effectively lately. And uh, the Saints did the first game, but this is a new game, and this is at Atlanta. So we'll one thing about one of Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, uh, Coach Al Gross. You had something to say on that? Yeah, I'm an I'm an Atlanta Falcon. I like the Falcons uh, team. Uh, I don't think they're a Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to go to Super Bowl. But I do like the style of football. They're physical. They they have both uh, both front lines are well stocked with uh, good with good offensive and defensive linemen, and and that's where you have to have to win in the, in the playoffs is. Uh, you got to win in the trenches, and because the game is in uh, Atlanta, they haven't. They've they've been uh, only lost one game in the last two years at home with Matt Ryan as quarterback. So that's yeah. Fantastic. And the only other games I think they lost. So 
I know the Saints beat them last year, but that was when Mike, Matt Ryan was injured, I think, so. But you have to realize one thing here, Al, Coach Al. What happens is this. Anytime the Nolan Saints and the Atlanta Falcons get together, man, it's a snob knockout because these guys do not like each other. You understand what I'm saying? They do not like each other, and uh, everybody brings their A game. And uh, it, it may be a lot of uh, high-intensified uh, uh, violence out there tonight. Uh, to, uh, a lot of penalty so, flags. Huh? Not, well, I wouldn't say penalty flags. There's going to be some, some snob knockers out there. Somebody going to lose some bodily fluids out there out, yeah. out of their nose. And things of that nature, but it's going to be a good one, though. I like I like games like that. Uh, I'm interested how the Saints are going to treat Roddy White after his comments on Twitter. Well, you know, the last and uh, you know he said he was just playing around, but a couple of them were uncalled for. You know about you know them by the winning Saints winning the Super Bowl by the grace of God. You know, <laughs> the would fall apart. You know that, that's the, you kind of going over the line there. Yeah, and yeah, he, he, he did. He's not just sports. Right, right. But you know what, man? It's gonna this, this either either way. It's gonna be an awesome game. I want you to sit back and enjoy it again. We got one minute left before our break, and we're gonna okay. come back to this topic at the end of the show. And we also have a Tuesday night game. We're gonna talk about that. It's coming up tomorrow night because we were snowed in out of Philly. So hey. And we're going to pay some bills and come back and talk about some NFL stuff here. Thanks for calling in there, Kev. All right. You're welcome, man. Happy holidays. You too. Same to you, bro. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old school in-your-face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin it with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin it old school, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You 
are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach, Al Gross. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. I'm, this is Derek Kennard here with Coach Al Gross. Al Gross is in California right now, and man, we sure uh, we sure had a nice day, a beautiful day out here today. But I know you had a little rain there, didn't you? Oh no, it was pretty nice out here today. It's clear. Uh, they're having a little rain down in the south, but uh, mm-hmm. overall, mm-hmm. you know, it's California. And I'm gonna get out there and hit the golf ball a little bit tomorrow, DK. Oh yeah, oh yeah, chase that little ball, big fella. Hey, we had we we, we finished off talking about the Chicago Bears fighting off, fighting off the New New York Jets, but the Jets end up getting into the backing into the playoffs with a loss yesterday because of uh, uh, another team in their division lost as well. Was that uh, what team was that, Coach Al? You remember uh, the that Jacksonville lost. Jacksonville okay. put themselves in jeopardy by losing uh, losing. To the Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins. I see. The game that, you know, you got to win. If you got an opportunity like the Jacksonville Jaguars to get into the playoffs, you had a two game lead on Indianapolis, you squandered that, and then you go in and you lose to a struggling Washington Redskins squad with Rex Grossman as quarterback, (laughs) and uh, they're going absolutely nowhere. You can't expect a team like that to do anything in the playoffs if you can't win those football games. Well, brother, you, man, why you got such a problem with Rex Grossman, man? I mean, you've been you've been uh, pissing vinegar at that man for, for ever since ever since uh, October, man. Come on, man, get the man a break. Well, t- you know, we'll take the words of Dennis Green. <laughs> you, you are who we thought you were because he's had plenty of chances to become a starting quarterback, and Rex Grossman looked good for a week or two. But you put him in there for uh, 16 weeks, and you'll find out that he's not a playoff or a contending quarterback that can can take your team to the playoffs. I smell you, big guy. Well, you know, we have also the Baltimore Ravens. They wound up beating the Cleveland Browns. 20 to 10. You know, the, the Cleveland Browns are just like, just like Denny Green said, is what they thought you um, were. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in defense of my Browns, uh, I want to say this, that the player, the player base that they have is a pretty good player base. I think they're, they need a few more, they need to plug in a few more positions. But I say this to Mike Holmgren and the front office of the Browns, let's go out there and get a big boy coach while we got some good candidates out of there. Cleveland, Ohio is a great place, uh, for foot, with football tradition. Let's go after a Gruden. Let's go after a Brian Billick. Let's go after a John, Jim Harbaugh and Stanford. Somebody and let's, let's, let's can the old, uh, Bill Belichick, uh, 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 try to, tr- uh, generic Bill Belichick and Eric Mangini and let's go get a good quarterback because we, we are not going in the right direction. And that's my take on what's going on up in Cleveland. And I think it's time for a new football coach. I hear you on that, man. But you know what, man? You're not giving the Baltimore Ravens their their, their credit. They, they're they an awesome uh, ball club defensively. Offensively, they have their struggles. They don't put the numbers up. The defense scores the majority of their points. But uh, you got to give the Baltimore Ravens their credit. 
I do, and I think with Ray Rice uh, in their ground game to complement the tremendous uh, array of receivers that they've put together there uh, to come in and get an Anquan Bolden, to have a Todd Heap, to have a T.J. Uzmanzada, uh, and and to go along with Derek Mason uh, gives them a very potent attack now. Uh, their defense has had problems uh, at the cornerback position, and if you pound the football at them, uh, you, they have a trouble stopping the, stopping the run. But I do think that they are one of the contenders, that if they get hot in the playoffs, which uh, it, it all matters that once, once we get the final teams in, it becomes matchups. And if they draw the right matchups, you could see very easily see Baltimore in the Super Bowl. I believe you're correct. Uh, they, they, they really need to. Uh, that quarterback is going to have to dial his, his his passes in to those to those receivers. He has some really good, re- nice receivers out there in the perimeter that can really, really uh, get those yaks yards after the catch. And uh, th- I, that's what I like about uh, Anquan Bolden. He he fights for every yard he gets. And uh, more man, you can you couldn't ask for a better competitor. Well, you can't ask for a tougher football player than. Anquan Bolton after getting hit and knocked out and jaw wired up and coming back two weeks later. I don't know too many people that will do that. And I do. I will say that the Cardinals really miss him in the locker room uh, when you when you have leadership and, and strong veterans like that. With going along with Ray Lewis, you got a chance to win every football game and go a long way. Absolutely. Well, hey, I want to push along and go go into this uh, Kansas City. 34, Tennessee 14. You know, Kansas City just uh, really, really, uh, I, you know, they put themselves in a in position to uh, win the West, but uh, St. Louis did as well, beating San Francisco. You, you know the story there. <laughs> We're going to yeah, go to well, the San Francisco we, story we right after Iron this Mike one. Mike Singletary out here in Northern California, he was officially fired. Uh, by the 49ers, and if you don't win, you will not be around in the NFL, and uh, that's a, that's an unfortunate situation. But he'll resurface uh, as a coordinator or a good coach there because he's a man of integrity. And uh, uh, the 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 St. Louis Rams winning is, or will will hopefully win next week and, and maintain the integrity of a 500 team <laughs> going into the playoffs. Because if they go seven and nine and end up in the playoffs, we and host a playoff game, we have to start looking at making some kind of a, a concession for hosting games when you can't even win five hundred and be in. You're in the worst conference in the league, and you can't even uh, maintain a five hundred record. I think the league needs to seriously take a look at that and uh, come up with a solution for a team like, say, for instance, uh, you got the Saints who will, who could possibly end up with three or four losses and end up uh, going on the road and, and having to play on the roads for something like that. Well, Coach Al, the, the odds of them changing that over the sum, uh, over the some uh, winter break. Uh, I know they have a big meeting. The owners meet, and do, they also meet again during the summer. The chances of them changing that uh, that rule is uh, slim and none because what happens is this is the first time it's ever happened since 1970 when they merged the the AFL merged with the NFL, and and uh, this is the first time it, this this has occurred and. 
in the history of the NFL. So right now we're gonna we're gonna hold Pat to our guns and <laughs> and uh, you know and, and and pray to God that this never happens again. <laughs> Somebody got to win that division, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> well, Seattle wanted and uh, doesn't look like the Forty ers or the, or the uh, Cardinals wanted, so they're gonna win by default. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, hey, let's keep uh, shuffling on our feet, dancing to the beat, and move on forward. And you know, you, we we already spoke about the St. Louis one uh, one uh, uh, is leading that division now, uh, but uh, Kansas City is on is nipping at the heels. You also have uh, San Francisco got rid of the coach, and uh, you know. They bid farewell to the coach last night. I believe it was done, and while it was in the air on their way back from St. Louis, the, the, the coach always meet with the owner on the way back from a flight. Uh, we see it all the time, big, uh, big coach Al. When we when we were on our way back, the, the owner and the coach are sitting up in the front, and they sit together and they talk. And I believe this took place. During that time, on the plane back from St. Louis, <laughs> this man sat next to the owner, and the owner said, what in the hell happened with you and my starting quarterback? Why was you talking to that man like that and degrading him like that on national TV? What is your major malfunction? Well, you know, that situation <laughs> didn't look too, too, too swell at the time. And... uh you know, Mike, uh, you know, I can kind of understand what he's doing. He challenges both of those quarterbacks. But it really, really signifies the importance of having a good quarterback on your football team because a lot of these coaches are getting fired just because they can't run. They just can't seem to move the football, and they don't have the stability of quarterbacks. So uh, it's, it's, these quarterbacks coming out in this year's draft are going to be very, very valuable the franchises that they go to because we see how a a good quarterback like Sam Bradford, uh, Matt Ryan, and so forth and so on, the guys have come right in and and played right away have have changed the fortunes of their of their franchises and getting them out of out of the cellar. Yeah, you know, I I really question uh, the coach when he was talking to the young man like that on the sidelines, but then they did the replay on on how he read the defense and threw it to that uh, to the defender when no no one was around the ball twenty yards in either direction, no one was. N- Anywhere near that ball where he threw it, and uh, he threw it right to that defender. Um, at that moment in time, I felt like wrapping my, my fingers around his throats myself. When you're in the game, you're in the heat of battle, and you're on the offensive line blocking, and you got these guys coming in here with this blitz and, and pass rush, and you fighting real hard to keep these guys clear so they can throw the ball, and they throw an interception. What goes through your mind at that time? Well, first thing I'm trying to do is I'm trying to uh, make the tackle and save from a touchdown, and that's my that's my first thing. The second thing, I got my head on a swivel so I don't get <laughs> ear holed by one of them safeties or linebackers that's gunning for me. Now that's so that is the the big thing there, you know. So, um, yeah, those are the things that go through my mind. And then after I get up from making that tackle, I'm looking for the quarterback and I'm wondering what is your major malfunction, Gomer Powell. That is what. That's what I'm. That's those are the three things that go through my mind, big fella. 
Yeah. You know, I used to get those interceptions, and, man, I used to have to keep my head on a swivel looking for those offensive linemen because if you guys are watching the game, mm-hmm. when there is an interception, it seems like the intensity level and the anger level of those offensive linemen, I want you to watch that really closely. They make a majority of the tackles, and they're, and they're usually, uh, they're usually uh, upset about the fact that they had to block and then this guy throws the ball to the other team. That's right. Well, we have one minute left before we go to break, and we we are going to uh, conclude with our with our roundup of the NFL. And, and when we get back, and we also got a caller going to be calling in, uh, surprise caller for the talk to us about the NCAA and some of the things that's going on with the Cam Newton situation. And we're gonna pay some bills and be back right after these messages, baby. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to the show from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross here. And we've been talking about a lot of NFL situations here that's de- developing into some uh, shaping into uh, a, a awesome playoff situation here coming into uh, into late December. Here we go, man. Are you there, Coach Al? I'm here. You know I'm not going anywhere. But I'm right with you. <laughs> All right, man. Um, you know I'm, I don't want to talk about the Cincinnati uh, Cincinnati San Diego game. Only to say that Cincinnati won this ball game without Ocho Cinco and his compadre um, T.O. And uh, both of those guys did not play, and Cincinnati uh, flourished and beat a really good uh, San Diego Charger team. Well, you know, there's two things about that game, real quick, that stand out in my mind. One is that A.J. Smith let two All-Pros sit out for the majority of the season, and they, and they lose a few games early, which they might may or may not have lost, and then they end up faltering down the stretch. And then the second thing is Carson Palmer hadn't had a real good season. You sit T.O. down. You sit Ocho Cinco down, and he has one of his best games of the season. And right. maybe, just maybe, not having somebody in your ear talking about I'm open might have a little something to do with him uh, uh, completing some passes. And the, the rumor is is that he's going to end up either with Pete Carroll or out on the West Coast with another coach uh, uh, and, and out of Cincinnati. Right. Well, hey, uh, moving on to the Denver and Houston game. Denver played a competitive game against Houston. I, I like how they competed and uh, and won against a, a really good uh, or decent uh, Houston team. What are your thoughts uh, quickly on that so we can move on? Well, they, those, are, those are two teams that have got their work cut out next year. Uh, both teams, are, uh, they're also in the head coaching sweepstakes. I don't think Kubiak is going to survive in Houston. Uh, and we know that we have an interim coach there in in, in uh, Denver. And is it time for the Tim Tebow era to start in uh, Denver? That's the question there. That's a big 10-4 on that one, big guy. Hey, yeah, in Indianapolis beat uh, a uh, beat the uh, Oakland Raiders pretty soundly, thirty-one to twenty-six. Now, but you know Oakland uh, competed, and I, I like that about them about them Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders are moving in the right direction. Uh, here, win here or there, and a couple of close games that they probably their fans and and their, themselves could say that they probably could have won if they had to did a couple of things different, uh, and they're easily in the playoffs. But we're looking forward to you know Oakland taking the next step next year uh, up here for the fans in Northern California. They've been waiting a long time since probably back since they went to the Super Bowl last time. And uh, it's time for the Raiders to take the next step. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I think it is. I think it, uh, it's about time, man. They, they move this thing along. Well, I want to talk about the Green Bay Packers playing the New York Giants, and they just knocked us, knocked the mess out of the New York Giants. As far as uh, turnovers, uh, you, you know, anytime you have. Uh, uh, six turnovers in a ball game, you you know, you don't give your team much of a chance to win. Yeah, Coughlin, uh, Tom Coughlin. You know, I got a, I got a feel for the guy. He's not out on the football field, and he's putting that team in good position. But every year we see that they, they have a, a excellent chance to be in the playoff hunt, and they falter down the stretch. And uh, he doesn't have a contract for next year. He has, he has a one-year deal next year, 
and it remains to see be seen if they're going to re-sign him. So they got a big one next week, and uh, their playoff hopes uh, is it's, it's out of their hands now because if Green Bay wins, they're in, and the New York Giants uh, have squandered away two losses uh, when they were battling the Eagles for the top spot in the NFC East, and they may not even make the playoffs. Right. Well, the last team I want to talk about and I don't want to spend much time on is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, pl- uh, beat the Seattle Seahawks very soundly, and uh, – Coach Carroll's team just really didn't do much down the stretch on the second half of the season. Oh, I thought you was going to talk about them Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> we skipped back there uh, over them on the beginning of the show, big fella. <laughs> I, I, I tread over that real lightly, big fella. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? I hear that... Uh... <sighs> Jerry Jones is looking for a new coach, big fella. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Is there a uh, turn up out there, or, or is somebody, uh, John Fox, there's been a lot of speculation about uh, them not retaining Jason Garrett, and you lose to the Cardinals? Well, you know what's going to happen is uh, whoever he gets is going to have to be a yes, sir, man, because there's not, you know, he, Jerry Jones is not going to give you total total uh, anonymity to the team, so you're going to have, you're going <laughs> to, I got somebody <laughs> over here talking about gold Cardinals. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, hey, let's move on. Let's move on to the NCAA. We got a caller on the line. We got a Devon Kennard, my son from the USC Trojans. Are you there, son? Hello. Hello. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, how you doing, son? Not much. Just watching, getting ready to watch the Saints Falcons game. Oh, nice, nice. Hey, we got we got a situation coming up here with you. With the the NCAA is going to review your uh, the case with with the the Trojans uh, sanctions been been uh, handed down to your 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 club to for you guys to be on a two year probation where you guys cannot go to a bowl game. It may be overturned in on uh, January 22nd with uh, the situation with Cam Newton and his dad um, has really um, uh, put the light <clears throat> on the chances of you guys getting that overturned. What are your thoughts on that, son? I just think it's a good opportunity for us. You know, um, it, it just shows that this stuff like this happens in a lot of different places and, and, uh, the team we have now has nothing to do with the whole Reggie situation and everything that happened, and uh, we're excited just to see what the ruling comes out, and hopefully we can uh, have the opportunity to play in a bowl, bowl next year because it makes the season that much more exciting and gives us that much more to play for. That's you know? awesome, man. You know, I, I sure want uh, you to have a chance to play in a couple of bowl games and maybe have a chance to go to a BCS game so you can uh, taste, uh, get that taste in your mouth. Coach Al, you got any questions for him, uh, for yeah, Devon? I, I do. And the NCAA, you know, they have a tough enough job uh, with uh, policing a lot of the, the, the stuff that goes on. You're never going to get all of it out. But my question is this. The, uh, the ruling that they, uh, they, they cleared Cam Newton on the fact that he was not aware, uh, they also come out with the ruling with the Ohio State situation where they they put the guys on five game suspension for the first five games because they were not aware of the rules. I'm not sure, uh, Devon, if anybody uh, associated with the USC program knew anything about the the uh, Reggie Bush situation, which they have uh, put you guys on probation for. What was the ruling uh, of of what have you been hearing about the 
the not knowing or being aware uh, as being the catalyst for the stuff that's going on this year, but not when you guys were there. Uh, uh, with this year, I guess the the big thing is that you know they're giving guys benefit of the doubt and they're doing the research on if they didn't know, if they weren't aware, if they weren't a part of what happened, then they're not to blame for the situations. And that's why you know Cam Newton's not getting in trouble, and that's why you know they're. Uh, uh, the guys in Ohio State are able to play in, in the bowl game this year. But, and, you know, the whole Reggie situation, I wasn't here, so I don't know exactly how it all played out. But, um, you know, obviously it was a different situation. But, like I said, you know, he's been in the league for a while now, and uh, this is a whole other team and uh, a lot of young guys, and we want the opportunity to be able to play in a big-time bowl game. And um, uh, we hope they give it to us. Yeah, that is unfortunate. It is. That you know, Coach Al. So long before they came out with the ruling. Yeah, it did take a long time. Well, these kids were all in junior high school when this occurred, and it's very unfortunate that uh, kids like the Devon and all these uh, these kids that are coming in now that have to suffer for something that uh, occurred uh, way back in the, the mid uh, 2005 2004 era. DK, I got a question for you. What? How does? Uh, how do they come out with the ruling that they find fault with the guys for the Ohio State program? I mean, I don't buy it that uh, you don't know that you're not supposed to sell your championship ring in your game. Yeah. Busy. I mean, that's almost a given. You know, you're not supposed to sell your tickets. Right. And right. They've been telling us that for for, you know, right. for for the longest since we were playing. Now they 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 do this, but they allow them to play in the Sugar Bowl, uh, and but they suspend them for the first game five games of the season. I thought you go uh, you get the punishment immediately. What's what's your take on that? Well, I thought they would uh, the, the levy the punishment immediately as well, but they did not. And this is the problem with the NCAA. They pick and choose when and where and how they they uh, they, they, they with their severity of their punishment for these. Uh, for these programs, and it's uh is very inconsistent on how they how they conduct their their actions towards sanctions, and um, I hopefully they they are able to rectify this situation on January twenty second, and um, the the Trojan program can move on because they're doing some light they're levying some light fines and things to towards the uh, these programs that such as Ohio State. And uh, Cam Newton right now, and um, they they must have really done something really bad with uh, Pete Carroll. Must have done something really bad to piss somebody off. I wish he'd tell somebody he's sorry. <laughs> bail the bail to the, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, and uh, you know it's kind of funny he left right at that that, that particular time. So. Right, right. Well, hey, thank you for calling, Devon. I appreciate you calling, son, and uh, enjoy your your New Year's, and I hope you had an awesome Christmas. You there? Oh, he's gone. Hey, Coach Al, we got uh, we have a couple of minutes left, and we're going to be coming back with a caller. We have uh, uh, Tracy back on the line here from from Surprise, Arizona, coming back, and we're going to close the the back end of this at uh, on after we pay a few bills. Um, are you there, Al? I'm here, Coach. I'm with you all the way. Okay. Well, well, listen. Uh, uh, well, we're gonna come back after we pay a few bills and uh, and uh, just hanging out with me, big fella. I got you. I got you. We'll be back from Wonder the Helmet. All right. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Oh! 
high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football related topics on the program from under the helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross. Hey, man, we got ourselves a uh, really awesome Monday night game here with the Nolan Saints and Atlanta Falcons. And right now it's in the first quarter, and uh, we have a, a 0-0 score with uh, 12-39 left in the first quarter. Man, what are the key matchups of this game that you uh, want me to pay attention to uh, as we go forward into this Monday night ball game, Coach Al? Well, I want to pay particularly attention to the trenches, big fella. You know about that. Whoever wins the trenches in this game, it's going to be the steady play of the Atlanta Falcons who play more (laughs) base defense. And then you got uh, the direct opposite with the Saints who put on a lot of pressure. They want to get you in third down situations and and, uh, their coordinator likes to go after the quarterback and create turnovers. And if they if the Saints can get a lead on you, then that defense is going to be allowed to do what they do best, and that's put pressure on. And then we have the the Atlanta Falcons who want to run with Michael Turner and control the line of scrimmage and run a lot of play action and hit Roddy White with uh, and their receiving core with a lot of play action pass and get some big plays in there. So that's going to be the 
that's going to be whoever can impose their will for four quarters going to win that football game. True, true. Uh, but I, I, I think the key is the running game and stopping stopping that uh, tight end of the Atlanta Falcons. Ryan, uh, that quarterback Ryan has uh, uh, Gonzalez as his pacifier as he is uh, doing those underneath routes and and, uh, and he also get those yaks, yards after the catch. Um, also, that is the key for me is that running game with Turner. Turner is, uh, he just got, he got them big old heavy thick legs and he just keep pushing and shoving them people around and Man, the guy is just uh, virtually unstoppable unless you punch him right in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we you know I want you to pay particular attention to a lot of the teams who are going deep in the playoffs, who all have that same type of running back. You got Ray Rice, you got uh, Michael Turner, you got the uh, combination in with the Jets, and then you have Rashard Mendenhall. All of them have a common theme: is that they are built low to the ground, are very powerful. And there's nothing changed in the last 30 years since we played, big fella. In fact, that your running game and your running backs that get to Emmett Smith going all the way back are going to be able to win the football games. You know, I've been preaching that since November when we opened our first show, man. That uh, these guys, uh, that these teams that really, really go deep into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl, they they really move the ball well on the ground. We have a caller named Steve Edwards that's here, and I'd like to get his take on these matchups that we just talked about. What do you think about these matchups we just mentioned about, uh, Mister Stephen Edwards? Yeah, you know, judging from this game tonight. It's who's going to want it more, and right now it looks like New Orleans is coming out with the energy in Atlanta's home field. Ryan is already three and out, and, and if they're going to go deep in the playoffs, the Atlanta Falcons, they're going to they're look to this game right here, how far or what kind of experience is he going to gain from this game taken into the playoffs and how well he'll perform, because a lot of the key matchups are going to come right from this guy here. They're banking on Ryan to hit his receivers, and then, far as the defense is concerned, you know Atlanta, they're they're inconsistent on that end. It's going to be real interesting to see how they pan out. It's a more of a must game for Atlanta because they're in their home field. But right now, looking at this game, New Orleans has got the energy on them. Yes, yeah. uh, you know what, uh, New Orleans Saints, I believe, uh, needs this game more than the Atlanta Falcons, and this will give the Atlanta Falcons. Um, uh, have they clinched this division yet? They've clinched it. They, they've, uh, they, if it comes down to a tiebreaker, I believe they have the tiebreaker, so they have a game lead going into this game. So, if, uh, it's not clinched, but, uh, if they can win this game, it's going to be a big statement game for them, uh, coming down. Now, DK, we also have a Tuesday night game, and from what I understand, it's the first game in since 1940 something that there's been a Tuesday night game. And the weather back east has been just just horrendous. And boy, can the Minnesota Vikings uh, get a break? This is the third week in a row. <laughs> something has happened where the weather has caused them to, uh, to uh, have to postpone games. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's happened with the uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings, other than this just been a big old soap opera down there. With, with, <laughs> starting off with Brett Favre, you know, he's got all kind of issues down there. With uh, is he playing this week? <laughs> <laughs> is he playing? But you know, the, I was told on I was told on Saturday to to not count him out. <laughs> oh man, I, I I don't know if I could take another week of this, man. Come on, is he playing or isn't he playing? You 
know, are you going to build for the future? Are you, uh, you know, you know he's done after this year and uh, he's, he's somewhat injured. But, you know, as a coach, what do you do? You know, the, this is the interim coach. He's looking at pre- possibly preserving himself uh, as, the, as the, uh, the title of the head coach going into next season. But he want to put himself in the best position to win by putting in uh, Brett Favre. What do you think about that, Coach Al? Well, you know, as the owner of that team, you got to be realistic and take into consideration. You don't have Adrian Peterson. You've had a, you got a a quarterback who's, I mean, he's got to be, he's got to start looking out for the for the best interests of a guy like Brett Favre. You want to put Brett Favre back out there after a concussion from last week, and if he gets out there and he gets seriously uh, injured again with another concussion. He, you know, that's just not something any of the fans, I think, want to see. Uh, so, you know, you're not going anywhere. You're playing one of the better teams. you got a blitzing team. So why put Brett Favre out there and let him suffer another hit? Take your losses. Let's get this year, op- year open. Pop the champagne. Bring in the new year. Get a new coach or do whatever. Keep Leslie Frazier and let's just reload and uh Hopefully you can get in that quarterback lottery and get you a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know, are you ruling out Tavares Jackson as a, as a starter for next year? I, I mean, he got to be done with Tavares. Come on, he, he, got, he gets an opportunity. We wait on him. He, he he hasn't really moved the ball when he was there before far. Uh, he he gets an opportunity to play, and he's injured. He he seems to have injury problems. I think you got to ship him for a or keep him as well. No, I think you got to just ship him to another team, and you just come in with the veteran and one of the and you do whatever you need to do to get in the lottery pick. You got Randy Moss there. You haven't used him. I got to believe he's trade bait or uh, draft day uh, throw in or something because if you're not using him, uh, what did you get him for? Well, Randy Randy Moss is uh, no longer there in uh, Minnesota. He's down in Tennessee, and uh, uh, you know he's he's really ca- right. he's causing right. some problems down there. But you know, um, uh, Travis Jackson is he's a he's a comparable uh, 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 replacement for Varv. Uh, but you know, as a as a as a highlight uh, uh, or or headliner. Uh, a quarterback, he has yet to develop, uh, and he has made his share of mistakes. And I'm not sure if he needs to be uh, there to to compete for an opportunity to be the headliner of the Minnesota Vikings going in 2011. I think they ought to blame it on that caterer that brought in the food. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. You know what, man? You know, uh, this has been a uh, wonderful Christmas to the Cardinals. Congratulations to the Cardinals. They won on Christmas Day against uh, my beloved Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, you know, it's a, a, a happy, happy New Year's and Merry Christmas to the, to the Cardinals. And, uh, you know, in our closing, we have... Uh, Hitman Sports uh, has some things coming up this this coming uh, new year. And what do you have online for us coming up soon? Well, big fella, we have our camp uh, high school combine uh, in February, trying to get uh, as many players in the Phoenix, greater Phoenix area, exposure to every football program uh, in Division one, two, three, and NAIA players don't always go to the big schools. We want to get as many players exposure to get out there and get a college education and a college career and that'll be on february 12th 
All right. I would like to also plug our Blueprint Education Kids at Hope uh, Academy is Central. And I also would like to say a few words about Mary's Missions Outpatient Program down in Mesa. They're, they're, they are really striving and moving to improve the lives of our youth. And we also have ProEdsPerformance.com. Uh, that is a or conditioning and workout program by DK Jr. Uh, down in F- uh, Chandler, Arizona. Hey, look those things up online and take a peek at that. And thank you for enjoying our show here on From Under the Helmet. And Coach Al, thanks for joining me from California. And stay dry, my friend. I will. And thank you to all our, all our listeners. And, and uh, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year to you too, DK. All right, man. I'll be talking to you soon. All right. Peace. Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Gennard and the Coach Al Gross will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.